I'm Chelsea Zaccato. And I'm Natalie Heacock. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Trent. Hello. How are you? Good. You know, I think we need a nickname for you. I was just thinking, like, Trenty, Trentapoo. Trentle. I guess I've gotten that. Trentapoo, you know. I mean, a lot of people don't even call me Trent because they don't understand my name, so they call me Trey or Brian. So I I, I really accept anything that's in this remote ballpark. Do you get TJ or Trent Johnson? Yeah, I get that. You know, some people when I was younger, they call me T Dog too. That was my one T Dog. We call my oldest son Henry Hen Dog. Oh, see, there you go. What's your middle name? Taj. T A J. Taj. Actually, we were calling you Taj for a while because your Zoom said Taj on the bottom for your name. I think it's initials are Taj Mahal. That's pretty good, Taj Mahal. All right, Taj. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. see, it works out. How are you feeling about the stories today? Well, I got a, yeah, we got some, a lot of good news. Well, I use that loosely. Interesting news. We'll say that. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Um, so I can start off with my favorite one. Okay. To speak. It's, uh, it's not favorite in the context that I really like it, but it's, I found it to be interesting, so to speak. So, Mine has to do with mortgage rates, and they're inching back up again. And as of the most recent report, they were back up to 6.9% for the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. So Insert vomit noise here. It's not the best. Yeah, so it's not great by any means, but it's interesting just because it's, you know, it's kind of what we had thought might happen around this time, kind of looking historically. They were going to kind of creep up, but... I think at the same time, like for me and for, you know, some other friends and for, you know, you, Natalie, trying to sell houses or buy houses, it's like you kind of want them to stay down so we can get a little bit of good news here in that regard. So, you know, it's not it's not a happy one, but it's it is what it is, I guess. So I, that's why I say favorite, not favorite, just the most informative that, you know, I w- I've been following this, you know, keep up to date with everything. Sad. Yeah, sad. But, um, you know, like they say, when they go down, the floodgates are going to open. Oh man, they're gonna open. Are you? Have you figured out if you take the, your house off the market at all? No, we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it till April and then see. Um, I don't know. I think also my house shows a lot better in the spring. Like our landscaping looks better. And I had somebody come out yesterday and do a bunch of landscaping for me. And I'm hoping that like makes it look better in the spring. So we'll see. Yeah. She's gotta just nip and tuck a few things and. Oh, I forgot to tell you a really depressing story that happened over the weekend really quick. You want to hear this really not fun thing before we transition into happy stuff, you know, like your stories, which I'm sure are going to be inherently more happy than mine. Um, So this is what I did on Saturday. Okay, so I was, or I'm sorry, on Sunday, I was in the backyard playing Frisbee with my daughter and my wife because, you know, it was a nice day finally out here. So, you know, it's innocuous, you know, day just playing Frisbee, playing Frisbee, and then my daughter's crazy and she went off to the side and so it's just me and my wife playing at this point in time so she did not want to come out to play frisbee but i was like you should come out and be part of the family it's awesome you know terrible thing to, to say because what happened is i throw a frisbee out to her she'd been outside for like three minutes 
she goes to catch it. And to be fair, if she would have caught it properly, this wouldn't have happened. You know, so it's really her lack of athletic ability that brought this on, to be fair. Wow. To this. I was saying that for your wife. <laughs> but to be fair, she, she ended up here catching it. So she goes to catch it, and it hits off her hand. Then she bobbles it, and then it comes down, and it hits her in her glasses and her ear. And then she immediately grabs her ear and is like, uh-oh, I don't have my earring anymore. Awesome. So here's the problem. It's not like these are just some random earrings that she lost. The earrings she was wearing are the gift I gave to her when Quinn was born, and they have Quinn's birthstone and their Tiffany earrings. So they were really cheap, and they basically were free. No. Oh, they got the Tiffany's. <laughs> yeah. So I spent the next four hours literally on my hands and knees and even on my stomach looking through the grass, like picking out stuff, and I could not find them anywhere. So I ordered a metal detector. They're a kid's one because that's what I was gonna say. I was like, Did you get a metal detector? So I did, and this is the first one I got. Notice how I said the first one, <laughs> it was not very good because it was it was just setting off too many things and I could it wouldn't differentiate from different types of things. So, like, it kind of helped, but not really. So, I ordered another one that's a, one that you can like pick this specific type of metal and it's supposed to be a lot more accurate to like the small amounts like work would be at. Then I'm hopefully going to be able to use it if the sun's out when I get home from work to see if we can kind of hone in on it because I am bound and determined to find this earring because I've invested so much time. And the other reason I really need to find it is that uh, my wife and my daughter took a nap on Sunday and I was out there like looking like during the whole nap because usually I put my daughter down for naps because I'm lazy and I like to sleep. And um, so she woke up from the nap and this is what my wife said she did. She went up, she turned over as soon as she woke up and she took her like hand and brushed it across her cheek and she goes, don't worry, mommy, daddy will find your earring. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I have to find it now. I have to find it. There's no way I can't. Um. You're giving me like honey, I shrunk the kids vibes. Like you searching through the grass. Literally, like I was seeing individual things. Like it was like I had it like I, li I literally took looked at a ring backyard camera and like was plotting with sticks. Like this is where she was standing based off of there. This is where it is. This is where she was standing when she jumped. And like I was had these different markers and I still do to try to like map out where it could possibly be at. So and you never know, but like ricocheted, you know, and went yeah, like the bra. Yeah, the trajectory where it would have gone. And this was, she was wondering, but looking at the action, it shouldn't have, but that doesn't mean it didn't. And I went back at all the cameras earlier to make sure she hadn't lost it earlier and she didn't think she had it. I hate that. You're like, oh, it's the day we went on the longest hike in the world. That was 10 miles. And literally, we, <laughs> for the first time, for, to a restaurant that like a 10 minute walk for the first time since I think October. I was like, cool, nice timing. So we're pretty would you have noticed if both earrings weren't in, like if you when you were eating? Is that something that you would normally notice? That's a no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, absolutely, I would have. Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely, never would have missed that whatsoever. <laughs> she said okay. that. She's like, wouldn't you have noticed? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think. I know it's it's hard because you just never know. You have to report back. And they're smaller studs. They're, they're not like huge ones. You know, if they were bigger, I probably, but the stud, that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's something I'm just so used to seeing them. I would, if they don't register, you know, it's not like it's like, you know, hey, you know, it's like they're just part of her. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I want to say yes. Well, I have faith that you'll find it. I think the metal detector is a good move. Uh, Natalie and I were actually on a beach once. Uh, we were in Florida for a leadership summit. Yeah. And this lady had a metal detector. She was like going at it with this metal detector hours. for hours. We just watched her the whole day we laid on the beach. 
But apparently what we didn't know is that they had been playing volleyball and her engagement ring had fallen off uh, while she was playing ball. And they ended up finding it. And she was just like freaking out. She was like screaming, crying, jumping up and down. It was like she got engaged again. (laughs) That's going to be me. It's going to be you. It's going to be you. If you have a blink cam or ring cam, I hope you can play back the video. We'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah, I'll find it. I do. If it's in the backyard, you'll see it. I'll have to try to make sure that I make it post-friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, watch your mouth. Just bleep it. Beep, beep. Yeah, next favorite story next next time we talk when you find it. I feel like you'll find it. Good vibes. I have a week to find it, so I, I will find it in a week. I will. I believe in myself. I think so. And my, you might find some other treasure. <laughs> I know, right? I find an engagement ring back there. I'm like, what the heck? Awesome. Well, I'll tell my favorite story, um, which hasn't come out yet, but Natalie and I actually both were talking about this as our favorite story, which is we saw that Steve Kilgore won the Lifetime Achievement Award for Nala, which is the Mulroney Award, and that's going to be presented to him next month in Tucson at Leadership Summit for Nala. And um, I'm excited to see that. It's the first time I think this award has been given that it's somebody I actually, actually know, Alden. Alden, uh, Alden's dad, Alden's dad, Alden Robin's dad won the award, which was really cool to see. So, um, it's always really cool to see somebody that you know walks the walk and talks the talk and is truly a good person. He recently has been helping me, um, in my own position here at Patrick. And so, um, the level of mentorship he's given in the industry and continues to have, he teaches at Oregon State now as a professor. Um, for sales in the forest products industry, and he's still very involved at Timber Products and sits on the board. Um, so I can't say enough good things about the guy. He 100% deserves the award, and that was really cool to see that he was chosen this year. Yeah, super cool. Good guy. Good guy. Awesome. Okay, my story <laughs> is time. Time. Yeah. So um, I'm going to deviate from our typical uh story fashion in that this is not and probably will not be announced <laughs> in lumber newswire <laughs> i did send in a press release i don't know why you haven't done it yet trent um it's in tomorrow's <laughs> but our very own chelsea is pregnant hey, that's me yay <laughs> we need some clapping clapping hands clapping hands our baby girl coming august August 21st, so she'll be a Leo baby. Which is six days before your anniversary yeah. and seven days before your birthday. Yeah, six days before oh, my birthday. Oh, five days before my But yeah, yeah. Okay. Close. It's close. It's hell week for my husband, as he said. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's going to be... Oh, that's good. Great. Yeah, so I'll be allowed to celebrate. <laughs> August is your month. It's my month. And I hope maybe I can have champagne by my birthday time. That would be fun. Yeah. It's been so long. Well, and another fun fact about our own Chelsea, today's her half birthday. Today is my half birthday. Oh, there you go. So much to celebrate. So pour one out for me today because <laughs> I can't drink it. <laughs> or literally anything. Aw, <laughs> oh, thanks, not. Yeah. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That is that is so exciting. I'm so happy for you. And it's just, that's going to be incredible. I mean. Let's <laughs> turn Trent is very jealous. I'm I'm very excited because there is nothing like holding a newborn baby that's not your baby. It's like there's just something. It's like you gotta give it back, but you gotta keep it. And it's just like it's the best. Yeah. 
I would agree. That's all I've ever done my whole life, and it's been pretty great so far. It's been pretty smooth sailing. I got my rude awakening coming. <laughs> I think, though, your transition's going to be easy because you're, like, the least selfish person I know. People who are more selfish... Oh, go ahead. People who are more selfish have a harder time having a child because, like, you only think about yourself, right? Like, you're tired. You want to go to sleep. Like, you know what I mean? And then when you have a baby, you can't do that. But when you're not selfish, like Charles... Then it's it's easier. If you'll be like, holy cow, I am the most selfish person. Like maybe that's something we'll all know. It's not selfish. <laughs> I truly, I've been like hiding it good. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> how about those mergers and acquisitions, Trent? <laughs> well, real quick side note, I've never actually encountered what you spoke about holding the baby because before I had Quinn, I was so afraid to hold a baby. Like even my nephew, like I was terrified holding for like a third of a second like sitting down in a chair because i was so like afraid i would drop or hurt him or anything like that so now after having quit i have confidence so i could actually probably do that so it'd be an interesting dynamic i've never yeah that i'd be interested to try at some point down but i think all my friends have already had a lot of their children already so i kind of missed the boat on it unfortunately well, you can hold my baby there we go. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the only problem you got to be careful is maybe I won't get back. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I might need a nap. It's all right. Ooh, terrible segue because nothing is going to be nearly as awesome as you know, all downhill for me. All right. We go, we're at the peak. We go down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the peak. This is definitely the peak. So we'll be looking forward for updates for this, you know, going forward about even more. Some happiness with this. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear how you're. Journey goes. Oh, I don't know what else to say. You know, but my wife watches The Bachelor. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Not my fault. Blame it on her. I'm throwing her under the bus. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, mergers and acquisitions. That's exactly how we want to follow Boston News, right? <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, we got a couple of fun ones that are hot off the press today, actually. Um, the first one is RP Lumber. They are a um, retail lumber yard. Kind of got quite a few branches all around this area where I'm at in the Midwest area in Illinois, Iowa, um, some other areas, I believe, as well. Um, they announced today that they are acquiring a company in um, Iowa, in Metalopis, if I believe is how you pronounce it, called Schrock Lumber Company. Um, the deal is expected to close on the 1st, which I think is Friday, if I remember correctly. I get thrown off with this leap year stuff. It's really, really disappointing. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that'll be exciting. And I forget how many locations that will give them at this point in time. I don't know if they mentioned it in here, to be honest. I don't think it's released. But yes, yeah, so they're in Illinois. Very lot. It kind of looks like RIP Lumber. Yeah, it's because the dots. It's the dots. Yep. I'm sure it's a great store, and it is not R.I.P. Lumber. No, it is not. No, 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 no. And they're awesome. I, I really, I've, I've spoken with, you know, people, the company before, you know, regarding acquisitions. They know they're really, really awesome. Really awesome. Um, growing. Exactly. Um, so another one that's hot off the old press that got sent to us just um, today is um, Orpac Building Products. They are acquiring Western Timber Products. So... That was, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They are out of, I always pronounce this incorrectly. So please, please fix this. Because I, you know I am like the worst person ever that, is it Coeur d'Alene? Is that pretty? Coeur d'Alene. Did I do it kind of right? I think I kind of yeah, did it right. Yeah, it sounded right. 
Yeah, so that's where they're headquartered in. So, um, yeah, it was just announced. It technically, it was, came out. I mean, it was dated yesterday, but we received it today. So, you know, today, yesterday, whatever it is. Um, that they're going to be, yeah, acquiring them. And I believe this it's going to be, um, it's, it's expected to close at the beginning or right around the beginning of April of this year then. Interesting. So they're buying, uh, does Orpac, sorry for my uh, lack of knowledge here, because they're pretty well known. Do they own any mills? And are they, oh, so this is a wholesale company, it looks like. Uh, yeah, they also do some, um, like, custom stuff as well there. Um, so primarily, yeah. Um, and virtually any pattern. See, you're so good at this stuff. <laughs> you just, yeah. So, okay, cool. Well, good for them. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they're going to just keep that, if that's to their goal is to expand more into the other different states or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. They got quite a few locations all around, if I remember correctly, because we're looking them up in our database before. Yeah. Um, on a different thing. One, two, three, three places in Idaho and manufacturing facilities yeah. as well. Pretty interesting. Kind of April. Oh, sorry. I was talking about Western timber products. So that's like that'll help them expand more into Idaho. Yep. California, Arizona, California, Utah, Washington, Oregon. Yep. Arizona. Did they have anything in Nevada or not? No, not Nevada. Okay. I couldn't remember if they did or not because I knew it was all around that area there. So. For further assistance, you can call 877 4 orpac <laughs> I do, I do want to say I, I, I really like their logo, Orpac. I don't know. It, like, looks fun to me. I don't know what it is, but it, it, it munched up. It, yeah, it's, like, happy for some reason. Uh, and it's, like, or, like, Oregon. Don't see the logo person, so we got to yeah. make sure we get our seal of approval. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It Like you said, like, you recognize it, and I uh, like how it has trees incorporated on it. No negativity here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now we're going to shift into less happy stuff, which is the curtailments and closures and things of that nature. So unfortunately, we had a couple of these that have come out over the past couple of weeks. Um, The most recent ones, some big news on the hardwood side specifically, um, which is that on Friday, February 23rd, Allegheny Wood Products announced that they were ceasing operations um, throughout the whole company. So if I recall correctly, I think that meant um, 850 jobs, if I read correctly. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that, please. I swear that's what I read. The number sticking in my head for some reason. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I know that they've been trying to, you know, kind of find a buyer or someone to maybe invest in financing them over the past, you know, I want to say it's in the fall. So maybe like four or five months or so. So unfortunately they weren't able to find that. And so, so they just closed. Well, that's really bad. Sad, sad. Their website. I mean, their facilities look gorgeous and large and wow. Could be a good opportunity for a company to, to. Right? Like, I mean, if they close, then there's some investment opportunities at a steal of a deal. Yeah, it could be. I, I think that they had tried to sell some of their, or they did sell some of their stuff um, already. I want to say some, you know, sidewide liquidation stuff. I'd heard, I'm not 100% sure if they, they that already had happened, but I think that some people, and I'd heard some people mentioning they were trying to do that, or maybe they hadn't done that they're going to now. So I'd imagine if they're, there is no buyer, as they stated, and that is, you know, after they announce this, no one else is interested still, that they'll inherently have to do, you know, a liquidation sale, you know, and like you said, you end up getting stuff for pennies on the dollar that right. time. Yeah, totally. 
That is sad, Trent. Is that it? Are we done? The sad stuff? Well, I'll... No, we're not done with the sad stuff. Because this is one that um, actually had come out right after we met last time. Because it was one that we had spoken about like that right afterwards. Because it kind of was interesting. Because we kind of had been speaking about this area up in Oregon. Where um, Interfor had announced that they were curtailing their sawmill operations in Oregon. So... Yeah, in Philomath, that's sad. And I just drove by, mm, what was it? Must have been last week I was down there. I drove by their mill. There's so much wood on the ground down there. So it's hard, hard to think that that's all going to be gone. Yeah. It said it was in response to high log costs in the regions and ongoing wheat lumber conditions. So sad. And I think they let, like, let half of their sales force, half of their staff go. And then they're still half working there currently until they yep. wind down all the way. Yeah, I've heard that happening. You know, it's a lot of times we just kind of slowly kind of wind it down and things. I mean, it's also taking a lot of, you know, capacity. I said it was 220 million board feet annually. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's not something to sneeze at by any means either. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is like that was just acquired like what, two years ago? They acquired it from Boise Cascade? Uh, G- or- GP. Mm hmm. And it's just sad, too, because obviously Chelsea and I are in Philomath. We're part of that community down there. And that's a lot of jobs in a tiny city to lose. So it makes me sad. I mean, I just want to see. There's so much inertia down there right now with like, the whole lumber industry and timber. And so to keep that alive in that county is something that we really support at our company. So, you know, this doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. No, I was actually talking about this with one of my colleagues who's kind of trying to learn more about the um, lumber industry. And I was explaining kind of exactly what you're saying about it. It's just the, the thing that kind of stinks about the industry is that a lot of times, you know, these manufacturing operations and mills, they're not in, you know, all, usually in like downtown areas. They're in smaller, you know, kind of rural areas or, you know, areas that are kind of more off the beaten path, you know, not all the time, but a lot of times more out there. So when you have a place like this that, you know, closes, it ends up putting a lot of very highly specialized people, you know, jobs out of business, you know, and that it's like, it's, it's hard to find an apples to apples job. Now, at least in Oregon, there is more opportunity, but you know, sometimes in your other areas where it might be more like, I'm just picking a state like Alabama. So maybe there's not one, you know, within a close proximity, you're kind of sitting there like, well, now what do I do? You know, I mean, it's not like there's another major city or even a minor city, you know, super duper close potentially. So it can be very devastating those communities when they're kind of highly relying on these things. So it stinks, you know, that's why I always hate talking about these ones because they're very, very sad, you know. Oh no, it's just called. They say they indefinitely curtailed it, but technically it's not a closure, though. So I mean, they can open it up again. So I mean, that, that's yeah. what I feel like is the light at the end of the tunnel, you know. I mean, and, you know, like oh, well, I know maybe there's another plan in place going on underneath the surface. We don't know about. Who knows? You never know. We'll find out on people. Oh, okay. So now we're done. That's it. Sure, we'll go with that. Ah, no. there's more? It's going to get it's gonna get a lot more depressing in a little bit. But we can talk about something that's depressing, but in a different way. I told you, this is a very, very not happy episode. We really peaked early, like I said. I mean, that was definitely needed because it's really not uphill at all. <laughs> yeah. So, well, this one isn't that bad. This is this is um uh just kind of something we already have spoken about in other instances, which was um earnings. So Lowe's came out with their fourth quarter sales and earnings results. So... No, this is not necessarily depressing. It's just what we kind of already expected. You know, when you're comparing, you know, year over year, obviously it's going to be down, you know, when you're looking at 2023, you know, fourth quarter compared to 2022, inherently everything's going to be down. 
Um, so for example, their net earnings, um, for the fourth quarter, which to be fair, also, I should mention goes, it, the quarter ends on February 2nd, 2024. So it's not like, t um, typical, you know, calendar year. And it's, I hate that. Kind of, my brain can't do that. Yeah. It, it hurts my brain as well, because sometimes they have different dates. So it can be different amounts of days, you know, so it's not always a perfect comparison. Um, so for this one, this quarter, their fourth quarter, it's um, the reported earnings were one or one uh, one billion even. I'm sorry, one billion even. Now, if you compare that to the fourth quarter of 2022, it was oh my goodness gracious, um, 1.4 billion. I was like that. I was like, I know I have it somewhere, 1.4 billion. So I mean, it's a pretty substantial drop there. But once again, it's in line with what we've seen it kind of across the board. So it's not surprising. And it's not like I don't think it's going to take anyone, you know. Then you know, no one's gonna go too crazy about this, so to speak, because it's you know, that's what happens. You know, prices go down, things of that nature, you know, it kind of happens. So, I mean, they're they're other than that, you know, everything else looks pretty, you know, comparable. Um, nothing really of any overly large things to note, other than just kind of you know, the normal, you know, small decrease basically due to that. And then, you know, the weather, they spoke about you know in january because they can incorporate that in here because they're in january too so you know so nothing terrible there so that wasn't that sad see oh, didn't shout or mired well was medium board i will i promise i will so give me a few minutes <laughs> it's gonna get real sad here in a few minutes i promise you on that one um but we've already talked about what this the one that's gonna get real sad so we can kind of gloss over a little bit more just kind of hit the highlights distant because it's not a happy thing um, excuse me, sorry about that. So the next one is the U.S. Census Bureau, their monthly new residential construction for January 2023. The report came out. Um, so this kind of goes in line similar to what we've seen before when you're looking at kind of um, rates from month to month and then year over year. So like the January compared to um, December is um, down 1.5%, but it is um, up 8.6% above what it was January of last year. So there's rising year over year, but comparatively month over month, it's down. But that's kind of, I think, in line with what usually happens. I mean, you know, there, there, there's usually a decrease from Jan from December to January anyway, um, per what it says here, I should say. Now, housing starts, it says that their rate was um, it's at 14.8% below the revised estimate of December. And it is 0.7% below oh, the January 2023 rate. So, you know, they're both a little bit down there. Um, and that was for housing starts. Whereas the housing completions, they were 8.1% below the December estimate. Um, but they were 2.8% above the January 2023 rate. So kind of a little bit of a mixed bag there, but nothing, you know, kind of out of the ordinary. We spoke about these kind of over the past few months when they've come up. And that's kind of what we've seen a lot, if I recall. Up and down like our emotions in this show. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. So, um, the one more. I'm not going to go too high, too too much in depth on this one for um, NAR. They're speaking about um, existing home sales, and basically, it's kind of what they took from this one is that they they rose um, 3.1 percent in January, uh, which is a decline of 1.7 percent from the previous from the prior year. So, you know, still, you know good that they're rising but you know a little bit down but you know once again when you're having the rate set be what they are that's kind of you know you can kind of expect this point in time unfortunately all right before we get into the not super happy stuff lumber price index for the uh, for last friday for 
the 20 for February 23rd. Um, prices were up 1%, which is $5 up from the previous week when it was at US dollars 469. All the way up. 474, I should say. Boom, boom, boom. Pop. Moving on up. So now let's leave this on a terrible, depressing <laughs> note. So, <laughs> all right. So this is an update. Now, if you recall, in August, we spoke about how there was an incident in an Alabama sawmill regarding the passing of someone at Phoenix Lumber. So yes. this is just kind of a little bit of an update for the U.S. Department of Labor. Um, they ended up finding that they were, um, uh, I don't know how I want to phrase this part, but let me phrase this, that they, they found that, let me, they they fined them $2.5 million in penalties. Let me put that, because I don't want to say there was any sort of, I don't know if they assigned any sort of deal. I don't want to say that. So, um, although the headline does say they found willful disregard for safety led to fatality. Um, so I'll leave it to you to kind of read in the rest of it, because it kind of goes into details about what happened, which I don't think is a good thing to talk about here, because it's pretty aggressive. <laughs> And it's not a good read at all. So, I mean, if you want to read more, I'd say read or beware because it's it's not a fun thing to read. I mean, it's it's good in the context to learn about if you're within that area to kind of see what's not happened. But honestly, when you read through it, when you see what happened, now I might just be, you know, really not aware of a lot of these things. But it seems like it's something that could have been prevented, you know, by, you know, just some, you know, you know, if, if, you know, there was a little bit more potentially communication or things of that nature. So... Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, hopefully things like this don't happen again anywhere, you know, and, you know, but it's, it's, yeah. So we'll stop talking about that. That's really, uh, um, yeah. And then this is another one, which, uh, we just, uh, which just came out, um, recently and it's an obituary. Um, this is just one because I'm um, point us because the, the, um, this is a gentleman, he was a founder of, um, Ridout Lumber Companies. They got sold to USLBM, I believe, in 2017, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on the year. No, yes, 2017. Um, he passed away on February 19. Um, so I just thought that maybe a lot of listeners would remember him because, you know, like I said, he was the founder of the company, and they have a lot of locations throughout the areas. So um, he, so he's very well known, you know, throughout the retail area and whatnot. So you know, just you know, give the condolences to his family, and you know, also you know, he was a. You know, he's a great guy in the industry, especially in, you know, the retail side of that area, that area. So do we have anything happy we can talk about? Yes. Condolences to his family. Talk about something happy. I need to end on something. Because he's having a baby. A baby girl. In August. <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, I got to look through like, today's my half birthday. Oh, uh, is there? Yay for Chelsea. Yeah. I got to sit a lot. But no, it's hard to talk about really depressing yeah. stuff and then be like, oh, by the way, be happy for me. Like, yeah. you know, like. To read it early, <laughs> I know, right? I think it coincidentally worked out a lot better that way. See, I should have left my story for them because that was a the sad but not a depressing story, you know. That's what I should do. I really was the one who screwed up here, so sorry, everyone. Uh, yeah, would you say that? I'm oh, in the ring, I think you will. I didn't find the ring, or else, do was there um any like top story we need to know, or do you think we already hit it? Uh, that was kind of the last one, the obituary I went to okay. because um, I try not to cover those all the time because it's and obviously it happens a lot but every once in a while when it's someone you know that you know people may not have, that may, people may have not have seen that it came out it's funny i'll highlight them every once in a while but yeah try not to do it every single time you mean otherwise it gets really kind of uh, morbid you know yes thank you that's a good word for it and you know i had back-to-back -back pretty morbid stories there so 
go trend me. <laughs> you know what? That's what you can depend on. Just the real live news. You know, sometimes yeah. it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's not fake news. Yeah. Real news. Nope. It's real news and trend's real depressing. So <laughs> oh, we'll have more happy news next time. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Trent. This was uh, awesome to see you today. Thanks for all thanks for all the info. We appreciate all you do for us. Thank you, Todd Mahal. Oh, oh. Yes, thank you, Todd Mahal. <laughs> You're very welcome. And thank you for the awesome news set. Hopefully give everyone a great rest of their week. Here it up. You know, some very, very happy news for everyone. Heck yeah. yeah. Signing off. Congratulations. <laughs> thanks, Trent. Bye. Bye.